episode live for the 134th episode of the Bronx Bomber Battle Podcast, presented to you by Six Pack Coverage. I'm your host, Matt Lozuigi, and tonight, it's me, it's Andrew, and it's G, and we are on Aaron Judge Watch. Um, at the time of this recording, it is 8.22 Eastern Time, so on a Tuesday night. Like, the word is, it's going to be either, you know, sometime tonight or tomorrow, most likely Wednesday. So it literally could happen any second, any minute. It could literally happen when we're recording the show. Who knows? Well, you may get our live reactions to Aaron Judge either. It seems like there's two options, either him coming back to the Yankees or him signing with the Giants. So obviously there was, <laughs> we'll talk about the, the Heyman blunder that was around about five o'clock. Um, arson judge to the Giants. Um, but as of now, it's still nothing official. So, guys, how are we feeling? Uh, not good. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely not that's... great. Definitely not great. I'll, Look, I'll I, I think this has just been a fulfillment of, of a lot of our fears uh, and a lot of the, the negativity. Like I, I tend to be a, a pessimistic person with stuff like this. Well, really just anything in general, Yankees related, but specifically um, I think I was more fearful of him leaving than maybe some others um, in, in our chats day to day. But look, when, when that, that Heyman misfire tweet came out and it kind of just felt like a reality for a few minutes before he backtracked it, it's just like, dude, this is it. Like the Yankees dug their own grave and we're finally going to, we're we're gonna reap what we sow, right? And and I'm I'm not not feeling confident right now. A caller to the Michael K show as I was driving home mentioned, and then he kind of totally ripped it off on on yes hot stuff. Didn't give the guy credit, but said along the lines of like, I wonder if this is gonna play out in the Yankees' favor, similar to how remember we thought Max Scherzer and Trey Turner got traded to the Padres, but then it kind of wasn't official. The guy may have jumped the gun on that, and then they both ended up getting traded to the Dodgers like an hour later. Um, does that? Oh, Aaron Judge is leaving for for the Giants, but then not actually happening. Give the Yankees these these few hours or whatever it may be to kind of renegotiate, recalibrate, and throw one last hail mary and retain him. Maybe, but things just don't feel good right now, and I I really don't know how I'm gonna feel either way once we see that that notification come through. Right, Aaron Judge and the New York Yankees are in agreement on a 10 year whatever deal, or Aaron Judge is leaving the Yankees for San Francisco. Um, dude, it's 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 bad. <laughs> Yeah, it's bad. Um, I'm not like in disbelief, quote unquote. You know, I was in disbelief, whatever it was, you know, 10 years ago when Robinson Cano left, Um, you know, maybe because I was younger, because I couldn't possibly believe, you know, because we didn't have, you know, 10 more years of the Yankees not winning, whatever it is. Like, I was way more in disbelief now, and now it's just like anger and sadness. Um. You know, I don't know. Like, it, it still seems like there's a chance, you know, John Heyman and a few other tweets notwithstanding. But it's just, I felt like for a couple of days now, for a little while, that, like, not too many people knew very much of anything. Um, and Judge, you know, seems like a pretty private guy. So, like, I'm not sure how much he's putting out there, how much is leaking from you know, one team or another, his agents, you know, obviously they need to create leverage in the whole process and all that kind of shit. But like, I just feel like not too many people know anything 
and it seems like from Brian Cashman's words yesterday that that's true, that they don't know much of anything or they're not saying anything. So it's just a weird, upsetting, discouraging situation. But, um, you know, what the hell else can we do but wait at this point? Yeah, that's like what you just said, G. The, the whole way that Cashman and Co. have just handled the situation. Like, look, I know... In, Cashman years past, he's never going to tell you what's going on, right? Like, that's his whole thing. And I get that. You're never not just going to say, okay, yeah, this is what we offered him. We're going to negotiate this. But the like the way they sound, like, they just sound totally clueless. They're like, oh, the judge is going to be here. We don't know. Uh, we hope we get him. It's like, they, like it's bad enough, the, the way things have gone for this organization over the last few years, especially just, you know, not even on the field stuff, but, you know, the, so, the stuff they post on social media, the stuff they say in interviews and press conferences and on the Michael K show. It's just, it's just been a shit show all around. And now they're handling like this, this like a shit show. Even if they do, even if Judge does come back, it's like this has just been handled so poorly. And Dude, even even the announcement. Someone of, said it for of, someone of Brian Cashman being resigned. Someone said they fucking resigned Cashman before Judge, and it's so true. Like, how do you? Well, look, how do you I, I, I kind of get that he's been working without a contract, and you need a GM in order right. to be able to sign someone like Aaron Judge. I I, I get that, but but the timing of that, like we all knew Cashman was coming back, right? Like we we talked about it. I think on our our. ALCS reaction podcast. We were all like, dude, I, we know he's going to be back. We don't want him back. I'm really ready to hit the reset button. Um, gee, I think you floated the idea of actually promoting him, but kind of like a, like a hush hush, like take a higher title, but let someone else new do your job and you can have more power, but like they are actually the ones making the decisions kind of thing, which I didn't hate, but like we, we all knew this is how it was going to end. But the fact that the, they waited till like right after Verlander and Trey Turner signed and all the eyes certainly turned to like, what are the Yankees doing with Aaron Judge? And it's like, oh, the Yankees have re-signed Brian Cashman. It's just, it was so tone deaf. And and if if Judge does leave, it's very clear that that was done to kind of defer the narrative and and, and change things. And uh, this team does everything wrong right now. It's yep. so frustrating. Yep, like that. Like that, like that's what you just said, Andrew. Literally, what was it, an hour or two after it was announced Verlander was going to the Mets? And look, it's not like I want, I was clamoring and begging for the Yankees to get Verlander. No, I don't I don't think that's the best idea to spend that much money on a guy who, yeah, just won the Cy Young in the World Series, but is about to turn 40 years old. And you never know when you're just going to hit that wall. But it really, like, the, the tone deaf is just the perfect word to describe this franchise over the last few years. And like yeah look once cashman wasn't it wasn't announced it once it was announced that cashman wasn't gone within like a week or two of the season you knew he was coming back like you knew it was like all right they're just gonna wait a month and then you know once once like the dust settles once people aren't as mad about getting swept in the alcs then they'll announce cashman obviously people are still mad at the announcement you know it got ratio to hell there was like you know five times as many quote tweets as retweets but like the, it really it's 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 just like, obviously, like people always say, like how spoiled Yankee fans are. But it's like at this point, it's like, look, I mean, especially for younger Yankee fans, like we're all at the age of we've seen this team at least win and be in like a few World Series. But like, man, like younger Yankee fans, like, like just think if you're 16 years old, you were like a three year old baby during 09. You don't remember that shit. Right. So it's like the like a lot of these generation Yankee fans, this is all they've known. Like, it's just yeah. Like, and look. Michael K was saying this on like I think it was Twitter. 
he was like, oh, the Yankees aren't losers. They make the playoffs every year. And it's like, look, dude, like that. I get that. Like they've had what? It's almost like 30 straight winning seasons. And like, that's a great record. And all, oh, you're but... talking about like that, that random guy is like, we want to ring Michael. Like it's time. To, yeah. Like, actually win a championship. Like, oh, oh, so you don't want to yeah. be good every year to make the playoffs? It's, it's like, like no. and lose every year. No, <laughs> I would rather, I would rather literally go 75 and 87, two years in a row. And then win a world series. In the third yeah. Year. Once or twice. I don't want to like, be a team. Not like every time, but like, I would or, rather have a three. You don't want to be, you don't want to be the boss. Win the division Sox. every year and lose in the ALCS. Or you, you don't want to go worst to first every year. Although like even right. first that many times, I mean, it, it may be worth it, but you don't want to be finishing fourth or fifth four out of five years right in the one year you didn't you win a world series and then you follow that up that world series championship up with being the seller for another three or four years that sucks i get that like i don't yeah well, i mean we're but, but at the same fans, time so we know how that feels you know right but at, at the same time you don't want to just be good enough to get in and know like we said all season long this team is not good enough to beat the astros and a lot of people got got on our shit like oh we'll just see what happens october it's crap soon anything can happen maybe if you get hot at the right time it's like no like it's so clear that they're better than us and they know even if even if we were equal in terms of talent they know how to beat us we don't know how to beat them that's how the season's gonna end we got swept in the alcs like i'm sick and tired of the same result every single year something's got to give but that's not what we're talking about tonight yeah, I just had like a risk of us all having PTSD. Um, I don't know, man. This whole Iron Judge thing is just a huge. It's like you know whatever you call it, the long kiss goodbye. It's like you guys, you guys, you guys know, ready for a huge, for a huge, uh, interesting update? Sorry to interrupt you, G. San Francisco did. Giants with a huge outfielder signing, and it's not Aaron Judge; it's Mitch Haniger. So, how does that change this equation? San Francisco Giants in agreement on a three-year deal with Mitch Haniger. That's something. This That's is not nothing. Who, who announced that? Jeff Passan. Oh, pa- okay. It was Passan. I wonder how much. See, this is the thing. Years. Like, it's like what we were talking about earlier today. It's like three you know, years. And in regards, in regards to all that, you know, competitive every year kind of stuff. Like we were talking about it this afternoon. I'm like. If it's about winning, like if winning is any reasonable factor in Judge's decision making, then leaving the Yankees is stupid. Like, because yes, it's very frustrating. You know, they went to the division series, they go to the LCS, like they do all that stuff. They haven't had a losing season in what is it now, like forty years? Like, yeah, we take it for granted. <clears throat> the Dodgers won or the Giants won 107 games in 2021 and went down almost 30 wins last year. They went down to 81 wins. So, like, it's not like that for every other team. And as much as we hate the man, Hal Steinbrenner has been cutting a 200-whatever-dollars, million-dollars check for the payroll for pretty much two straight decades now. And all that to say is that, you know, is it going to be like, hey, the Giants just decide to spend 150 plus million dollars on payroll every year, starting with Aaron Judge? Maybe, but they haven't done it yet. The biggest contract they ever gave out was to Buster Posey. I think we found out it was 165 million dollars contract extension that he signed. Like, they're going to sign a contract for Aaron Judge that's 200 million dollars more than that, and then keep going. Like, it just historically just hasn't happened. So that's why I'm skeptical. But like. If it's if winning is any reasonable factor for Aaron Judge, then he should stay with the Yankees. Obviously, that sounds biased coming from me, but like whatever, it's a Yankees podcast. Um, Look, if Aaron Judge 
cares about winning a championship every year, it makes sense to stay with the Yankees. Like, like you said, uh, I, I know we had this conversation in, in our group chat today and people are like, well, they won 107 games last year. So he'll have a good opportunity to win. It's like, yeah. I get, and I get that. And I get the giants won three world series in 10, 12 and 14, but like, they're not that team anymore. Uh, eight years yes, ago. Are they, are they going to put together representative teams sometimes and have chances at winning? Yeah. But I don't think that they are like a world series <clears throat> At least in the conversation, not a favorite or a contender, but at least in the I conversation mean, every year, probably they're literally not. in a division with the Dodgers and the Padres. Yeah, yeah. Both, and and both here's the other very thing. Very so talented. Like, so if it's about winning, it makes sense to stay in New York. If it's about his legacy in Major League Baseball, staying with one team, the New York Yankees of, of all teams, his entire career and potentially being named the captain, that obviously favors staying with the Yankees. And if it's about making more money over your career, the the payroll aside, like there's more opportunity in New York because of of sponsorship and and endorsement deals and the fact that you're in a bigger market and the fact that there's lower, not low, but lower state income tax in New York versus California. Like all these yeah. things add like, up. So like I, I get him, his family and his wife's family are originally from 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 the Bay Area and not even like the Bay Area, like an hour and a half out of the outside Oakland, right? Not even San Francisco. So, um, you know, we're, we're talking it, like it was like, like hundred miles was his, from. It was his childhood team, though the Giants. That is, right. and, and, and I get that. I know there was that that quote, like he was named Time Magazine's Athlete of the Year, and they put they dropped that quote from like 2012 when he was in college before the Yankees draft. It was like, uh, me and Sam are going to be married and I'm going to be playing for the Giants. Like, I, I, yeah, the fact that I came out today is horrible time, but like that's something he said 10 years ago really doesn't matter now. Um, look, look, all these things would lead you to believe that still makes the most sense to stay with the Yankees. But if he doesn't, then the Yankees criminally fumbled the bag in terms of their offer or in the way they handled negotiations to the point where he was soured that he didn't even want to come back regardless of what the money was. And either of those scenarios suck big time. Yeah. I'll say that I think it's possible that he, for any number of reasons, for a few different reasons, I think it's possible if he leaves that he just didn't want to stay. Like I think um, I couldn't find the report. You know, it was kind of circulating. It said the Yankees were at nine years, you know, that the Giants were at nine years and like 360-ish, and then the Yankees were at nine years also. Either way, all that they say, it's like, you know, in when they lost Cano, they were one, three years and like 60-plus million dollars apart. Like, I don't think, it, I don't think it's going to be that kind of gap if they lose Judge, and I think if it's close and he leaves, then it's possible that he just didn't want to stay because... He wanted to go for family. He wanted to go to California. He just wanted to live in California. He was mad at the Yankees. You know, he, you know, whatever it may be. But I think if he leaves, it's not going to be because the Yankees didn't make a representative competitive offer. I think it's more likely that he just didn't want to be here, which is his prerogative, unfortunately. Yeah, I mean, that's a fair point. Because, I mean, look, what did I just say like five, five minutes ago? That it's been kind of a shit show with this organization the last few years. And... Look, you know, we don't know what goes on behind closed doors. Maybe Judge is kind of just sick of the Yankees, sick of New York. Maybe he wants to go back home. Who knows? But like you said, Andrew, it really is. Like, look, you're when you're on the West Coast, right, like the Dodgers, the Padres, the Giants, like they have like, you know, big fan bases and a lot of, you know, most of their games are, you know, the place is packed. But guess what? Almost no one on the East Coast watches West Coast baseball because it's on at ten o'clock at night and the yeah, game that, is at one thirty in the morning. Like that's Michael the whole K thing. talked about that yesterday. 
with with like Mike Trout. Like the reason that Major League Baseball's arguably best talent isn't as popular nationwide as someone like insert any of the ten or twenty quarterbacks or wide receivers in the NFL or or five or ten best NBA players, right? Like in, insert those names here. Like there's a reason Mike Trout doesn't have the volume of, of fan base and and nationwide press. It's because and I get it, the time zone thing is is different is the same for a, a different sport. But and look, when you have a team that is supposed or a sport that's supposedly marketing to young kids, right? Like kids on the East Coast aren't watching baseball games that start at 10 p.m. Um, they, that's just the, the way it is. And so Mike Trout, for him to have as limited of like like a star power attached to him when he's like what he's done in his career speaks volumes to 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 the nature of playing on the west coast and yeah, mike like, k was like very clear that like look you look mm-hmm. at that aaron judge has played from day one in the center of the universe in new york city right and been successful at it like just set the major the american league record for home runs in a single season just won the mvp um is this giant behemoth of a player whereas number 99 has a section of the fan base named after him like how much bigger could your star power get it's not going to get bigger anywhere else Exactly. Exactly. It's like, I don't want to say no one's going to see you play. Cause it's like, look, the giants have like that place is packed every game. The giants have a lot of fans, but just in terms of general popularity, popularity, it's like, dude, you're going to be playing at like midnight on like a Tuesday or Wednesday. Like, you know, we're, people are like, like the center of the sports world is just on the East coast. Like it's just what it is. And really it's just like, no one's going to see you as much as like you said, his star power, his popularity is just going to go down. Even if he is, still putting up monster numbers for the giants. Right. So that's, that's definitely one of the, like the main reasons why I think he ultimately does stay, but you know, like, like uh, Hoke said, when payment, you know, came out with the false alarm and said, Oh, I jumped the gun. But he said, look, where there's smoke, like there's like basically where there's smoke, there's fire. Right. And that's not nothing. Like that's definitely something. Maybe that was like, you know, Lee, maybe Heyman's just like a, a plant and he they told him to leak that to scare the Yankees. Like, who knows? But I do think that was good that it, that happened because it almost like for five minutes, it was like, damn, Judge is gone. You know, like you got to like for more than just like a few seconds, you got to like feel like because like really it seemed like he I was there. Like I right, judge his head to the Giants. And I was like, all right, damn. And it was kind of sober. But then all obviously he comes out and says, all right, that's it. But. I don't know. It's like, yeah. I, I think I, I just said in the chat, like earlier, I just want this whole thing to be over at this point. Like, I just want him to sign, whether he resigns or he doesn't like whatever, let's just get on with the off season. Right. But. And that's yeah, the worst it's... thing is that if judge is like really, really pissed at the Yankees, oh, like, he'll he just really drag wants to out. hurt us he should drag this out as long yep. as possible and then still leave so that the Yankees don't have the chance to pivot. Like at least exactly. gee, you mentioned the Cano situation between 2013 and 2014, they had already, I believe they had, they were already at least in the, in the bidding or had already locked up Masahiro Tanaka that off season, which was the biggest guy they wanted. Right. But outside of bringing back Cano that failed, they immediately pivoted and got McCann, Carlos Beltran and Jacoby Ellsbury. Now I think Beltran may have, um, McCann potentially may have been, a few days before that, but I think they signed both Beltron and Ellsbury within like a 24 hour window after Cano announced he was going to Seattle. So like the Yankees, 
I don't know who they would target, whether it would be free agents or trades at this point. But if the judge decision comes to go to San Francisco like tomorrow, they still have time to figure out something. It may not make us better than we would be with him, but at least they have a chance to do something. If this happens in like There's three, four of... more weeks, we're fucked. Yep. There's been a lot of smoke, rumors, et cetera, like the Yankees have mutual interest with Carlos Rodon. Um but in terms of position players, like obviously we're all worried about, you know, what they're gonna do with Hicks and Donaldson and the position players, the shortstops, like um if they lose Judge and they get Rodon, like that'll be a nice start, but like obviously the offense will be super, super concerning if they lose Judge. So I don't really care. If they if they go out and spend thirty million dollars on a pitcher, that'll be fine. That's not what I'm worried about. So um either way, I mean like, I don't know. I have no idea what they're, you know, there's, there's, you know, Korean or Japanese players, like there's lots of players potentially getting posted and things like that. So like, there's lots of routes they could go, but for like what their actual primary route would be, I have no, no damn clue because Cashman doesn't say shit. And until yesterday, he was an unpaid intern anyway. <laughs> you see, the thing is like, if they look okay, let's say they lose judge. And if they go out and their first signing, like their first big signing since that is signing Carlos Jordan, it's like, dude, that doesn't like help. Like, I don't know. Like, I don't think our pitching, like, I don't think our starting pitching is like amazing right now. But I don't know. Like, I just don't think we really need Rodon. He would be nice. But like they said, he wants like five one fifty. And like, I like, look, he's had back to back very good seasons. But I don't know. Like, I, I yeah, just, I don't think that, spending that type good. of money on Rodon, like, is, is smart. I really don't. Right. And how much does that limit no, you is, elsewhere? Like, exactly. We're going like, to need a right fielder, and, like, Hanniger yeah, may have Yeah, now we're stacked on pitching, but our, our best hitters are, like, Anthony Rizzo and John Carlos Stan. Like, it's, like, come on. Which are, are two good guys to have in the lineup, but you need two more Two good hitters, that. but, yeah. But, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the problem is the Yankees, giant... the Yankees need... If Judge leaves, they 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 have glaring needs where they're either inflexible with their current roster or where there's no top end free agent talent available to to sign in place of him, right? Um, like if they needed a shortstop, then they could and they missed out on on let's say Judge played shortstop and they missed out on retaining Judge and they could just pivot and go get a guy like Xander Bogarts or Carlos Correa and we'd be like, all right, well, that's not what we wanted, but I'm kind of okay with the alternative, right? Like judge plays right field and who the hell else is going to play? Like, what are you going to have Aaron Hicks play every day, right field next year? I, I, I'd rather just like not watch any games next year. <laughs> I, I, I can't. Like at that point, if judge leaves, just let all the kids play every possible, you know, like Oswaldo Cabrera every day. Volpe, but then you're giving Peraza. up on, then you're giving up on whatever <clears throat> window you have left, right? Yep. Like, Severino's last year under contract, like he's gone. You have Cortez yeah. while he's still young. Stan and, and Cole That's both be gone. thirty. Stan and Cole both thirty-three, I believe. They're not getting any younger. Right. Rizzo's only around for on a two-year deal right now with a third-year option. So like, I get you can always pull in new guys. Like who the hell knows who's going to be a free agent in three years? And if the Yankees hit the reset button now, if Judge leaves, maybe Rizzo is a placeholder first baseman for two or three years, and they sign someone or trade for someone in two three years. We don't know who would be available at that point. Like maybe sure, but like I, I hate thinking that like you have some outside chance right now, especially with a guy like Justin Verlander out of the American league, a team that on the Astros that we've constantly failed going through. Like if there's any chance we have of still making something out of this core, obviously it starts with judge, but if not, like you got to go all in right now 
and I, I, I agree. That does it make sense to maybe just play the kids? Sure, but then like you're basically punting this year. And are you, are you okay as a fan going into the season and to just saying like, well, we're going to win 85 games and whatever happens, happens? I'm not. Well, I mean, if Judge leaves, how serious is their level of contention going to be anyway? Like, Well, that's the thing. Like, if Judge leaves, like, do we think they go out and get, like, multiple big-name free agents? Like, that's that's the whole thing. And I don't know. Like, I'm, I, I would hope – like, you would hope so. Like, I would, like, wishful thinking I would like to think they would, but – I really do think they would just go with one big free agent and then just go with, you know, ticky tacky guys, you know, good value guys trying to like buy cheap because that's what they do. And that's what they've done over the last few years. Like I know they've made, you know, Cole and like they traded for Stan. I get they've done some things, but for the most part, they've been pretty, you know, non-committal over the last few years. And, you know, like we were talking about this the other day and look, George, like, I, like I'm knowledgeable enough about Yankees history to know that George, it wasn't just all peaches and roses for George Steinbrenner, right? Like, he had some several low moments with the Yankees, several bad years, several ugly incidents. But the bottom, but at the bottom line, all you could ask for as your fan, as a fan, is that your team goes for it, is that your front office goes for it. Like, you know, Steve Cohen, he's going to keep signing these big-name free agents. He's going to keep overpaying for guys. And you know what? Are a lot of those deals going to blow up in his face? Absolutely. But guess what? If you're a Mets fan, at least you know he's going for it. At least you know that guy wants to win. Like, look, look at how we feel as Yankee fans with Cashman. It's like these guys are literally like – Cashman's like sleepwalking. Like, he's been so off. He, he literally had his – like, one of the worst, you know, GM off seasons you could possibly have, right, in last year. And then he gets re-signed for four years. And, like, you know, here we are just like, you know – worried sick that we're about to lose the best player we've had in years to to the Giants and the reason why I think we're so worried is because we just don't have confidence that this team will go out and do what needs to be done to replace judges production like right exactly like 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 the 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 Houston Astros I I get they just won the World Series but they lost the guy who won the Cy Young for them right a guy who's been on their team for for five seasons finished one or two in the side and I think like three or four times, right? In the two years he was healthy, won two titles and I'm sure they're fine, right? Because it's like, ah, well, forever's ready to be an ace. They'll pull some some demon shit with some random mid-tier signing, right? Um, and then they have enough in-house options. Like we don't have that luxury where it's just like, well, we really like to re-sign Judge, but if we don't, we'll figure it out, right? Like Tampa Bay, they trade away some players they don't want to pay. They just figure it out. Um, we can't do that. If we lose on, on judge, like there's no just figuring it out with in-house options. We don't have a Jeremy Pena just ready to come up from the minors in, in, to replace Carlos Correa, who's departing in free agency, right? Like we, we don't have, like if Esteban Floreal was like that guy over, if he, he, you know, actually developed for the past few years, maybe. If Jason Dominguez was a little older and a little ready, maybe. But we don't have that situation right now. So it does feel like a crippling blow to lose Judge, regardless of the, the year he had in 2022. Even if he only had like, like a six-war year and wasn't even in the top three in MVP voting, right? Like it'd still be a gigantic loss, and we wouldn't have a way to replace it. And you'd still feel like shit going into 2023. See, that's why I'm saying that if Judge leaves, like, you know, not that they should do nothing on the free agent market. Like if you want to go get Rodon – who wanted to, you know, go get whoever, one of the guys who's going to get posted and come over from, from Japan or Korea, like whatever you want to do, 
um, like they're going to do things, um, but like there's no point in running out IKF at shortstop every day. Play Peraza or play Volpe. If you wind up trading Glaber Torres, then play them both and let one of them play second base. Um, and, you know, the Astros started Jeremy Pena from game one. It paid off for them in the playoffs because he had all that experience of the year leading up to it. Like, um, so, and Cabrera, Oswaldo Cabrera looks like he's going to be a useful player either way. So, you know, if they could get rid of Hicks, then you could just more cleanly play him in left field every day or play him somewhere, um, depending on who you who you wind up getting. But, like, I think they should still play him every day at the very least because the Yankees are always active at the trade deadline. And if they play him every day and they turn out to be pretty darn good, like we all hoped they would be, and some player, some unforeseen player becomes available, a star player from some other team becomes available at the deadline, then you might have a little something, you know, in currency that you didn't think you'd, you'd, you might have had. So either way, I think, you know, rather than go out and sign this year's Jacoby Ellsbury to a big stupid contract, like, you might as well let some of the kids play where it's appropriate. Well said, Jay. Very well said. Um, some other reminder of free agent news, so maybe a bit of a happy note here. Guys, Tommy Tight Pants is back. Two years, 11.5 mil. Outbid the Red Sox. So, ho- hooray. Can, can can we get some happiness in here that Tommy Tight Pants is back? Yeah, that, yes. that, that's, that's a big ad for us. Uh, especially it, it really with, is. With, with having Scott Efros out for the year with, with Tommy John. Um, Chad Green is out for the year with Tommy John. Granted, he would have been a free agent, but I'd like to believe that they would have re-signed him if he was healthy. Uh, they still might, but it would, of course, take a two-year pack. You're basically punting on 2023 to get him back in 2024. Uh, Mike King coming off the elbow injury. Who the hell knows when he'd be ready? Like, I know he's already throwing. and He started throwing maybe a month ago, but like <sighs> pitching is so weird where sometimes it takes a long time of ramp up. Like he had a serious, he had a broken elbow, right? And like I know it didn't require Tommy John, but like was there any UCL damage where they kind of have to sit on it for a little bit and give him like platelet? therapy or whatever I, I i don't know right so the yankees still have a, a lot of questions in their bullpen to, and to get a guy back like like tommy canely uh, with what he can do he can neutralize left-handed pitching with his with his his change up he's got a good fastball i think he was still hitting 95 96 with the dodgers last year when again his issue is he was wasn't healthy the whole year either coming off his own previous tommy john surgery so like it's a good ad, but he's got to be healthy, too, for it, for it to be super impactful. Uh, and then the Yankees still have other spots to fill out in the bullpen because Chad Green's gone, like I mentioned. Scott Afrost's out for the year. You don't really know what you're going to get from Mike King, at least for the first month or two. Uh, and then Britton and Chapman are both gone. Um, maybe they bring back Britton. I don't know. Um, Chapman for sure will come back. So like, there's a lot of spots in that New York bullpen that still need to be figured out. Not me shaking over here because you mentioned the fact that they might possibly bring back Zach Burton. <laughs> um, I think on a small deal, a not $15 million deal, then bringing back Zach Burton would be okay. Um, it's, you know, after the Canely signing, I think they have a solid beginning, you know, core to their bullpen. Um and someone asked me today, they're like, oh, what do you think they're going to do? Like, I like Tommy Canely come back. Like, what do you think they're going to do for closer? And I was like, man, I don't know. Like, I feel like they'd probably let Clay Holmes be the closer to start. But, you know, who knows? He had a roller coaster kind of season. I think if 
Michael King can get back to the form that he was showing that eventually he would be the closer, but you know, who knows, like who knows what bullpen guys Cashman likes these, you know, buy low hard throwing, you know, coming out of nowhere guys from, you know, whatever team there might acquire him from, but either way, I mean, Kane Lee signing is good. I think it solidifies, you know, the beginning group of their bullpen. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, he look. He literally might end up being our closer. Uh, you know, like you said, G. If they start off with Holmes and he's just Pirates Holmes again, I mean, Canley might be the guy they go to. Right, a lot of experience and, but yeah, like Andrew said, he's got to be healthy. So we'll see. Uh, speaking good of clubhouse uh, guy, really good clubhouse yeah, great, guy. Oh, great, love Tommy type pants. Um, yeah. Speaking of Yankee relief pitchers, Miguel Castro going to the Diamondbacks, one year, three point five mil. That was announced a few days ago. Um, the experience. What <laughs> to say? Not much to say about Cash. He had some good moments, but overall, just way too erratic to be trusted. Uh, yeah, but look, this is it's like I said. I just want this to be over. I just want Passan to announce whether he's going to the Giants, whether he's coming back to the Yankees. I don't know. Like, look, I'm still caught up because, like, I had you know. I have a big family. Most of us are Yankee fans. A lot of us talked about this weekend about, you know, we're a lot of us are split. A lot of us don't think, don't think we should give him that many years because he's going to be 31 by the beginning of next season. And he's had injury issues and paying a guy all that money for that many years is a big commitment. You know, he's going to be almost four, pretty much 40 years old when the contract ends. But look, when a guy has a season, like, like you have to, okay, you have to believe that judge for at least the next what three, four years is going to be a top five, top 10, at least hitter in baseball. Right. Like that's, I think that's a fair assumption. Assuming he stays like relatively healthy and doesn't have any major injuries. So considering that if you're in a team that has a small, like a smallish window left, right. Why? Like you, you kind of have to do this. Like you, if the Yankees had won a world series with judge, he's gone. Like he's gone. I know that sounds weird, but I do think if they had won a World Series with him and he would want to leave, then you say, you know what, we're, we're gonna, like we won a World Series with you, great times. But but the fact that they haven't won anything with Judge, and the fact that like I don't, I really just don't think they can afford to let him go. Like I I thought of like because I really was kind of indifferent when the season ended, especially after that playoff performance that he had about whether they should keep him. But I I do think at this point that you kind of have to keep him because look. You just don't like, look, he had a legendary year. He could literally just what What if he just hits like 200 home runs the next four years, right? Like he could, it wouldn't be like the craziest thing after the year he just had. And, you know, considering the, especially considering the fact that, you know, remember the last like week or two of the season, he slowed down, right? Like he literally hit like one home run the past few weeks. So this is a guy that, you know, he has the potential to just be like a consistent 50 home run hitter every year. And I, I don't think the Yankees could afford to miss out on that. I really don't. And so they were talking about this on the Michael K show, um, you know, because the last time we heard about how Steinbrenner, he was, you know, he was saying, or I guess people were saying, you know, that he had that look in his eye, like he's not going to let judge get away, that they'll do whatever it takes, like that kind of stuff, which is, you know, what you want to hear. And that I guess we're all kind of speculating, speculating, like, you know, the Cashman is like the moderating factor 
like Cashman would be the one to object to the the years and the price and all that stuff, and Hal Steinbrenner, I guess, in the way of his father, would want to just go all out. Because why wouldn't you? Like, you know, yeah, it's going to cost you thirty six million dollars a year in salary, but like, you you give him the man his own section in the fucking outfield bleachers. Exactly. Like, he, he's such. He's literally a like a walking. <clears throat> he's like a walking advertisement, right? He's like a walking. Yeah, advertisement. like all of the advertising dollars. This man's gonna have his billboard all over the city. Like he's gonna be in commercials, like all that stuff. It's like, yeah, you're paying it here, but like he's the, the judge merch. You gonna sell, fill your stadium. Like, yeah, the judge. Yeah, like it doesn't make any it. sense. Like, and so this was, I don't know, like this was the interesting. Um, my my thought, which I said in the group chat today, I was like, you know, for the Giants, you know, they had 107 wins. They had 81 wins the next year. They had a bunch of 70 and 81 seasons the last, like, handful of years. Like, they've been, you know, like non-Yankees. They've been inconsistent. There's only a few teams that kind of consistently have those, like, 80, 91 seasons like the Yankees do. But for the Giants, I'm just like, yeah, are they going to? decide to start spending all of a sudden and spend a hundred hundred fifty million dollars whatever year maybe but also i just wonder if it's going to be like a texas ranger situation where they spend 40 million dollars a year on one guy and then wind up just like not wanting to or having quote unquote having the money to spend on anyone else and but you know if it's not about the money if it's not about winning for judge and he wants to just be there then maybe he wouldn't care but otherwise like if it's about winning then I don't know. It's just weird. Just an interesting thing that, you know, we all thought A-Rod. A-Rod was as good as you could possibly be, and the Rangers were fucking horrible. So, I don't know. It's it's definitely, look, it's definitely just, an, like, like you said, it's definitely just an interesting situation, uh, to say the least. Um, always tough when you're dealing with a guy who's, you know, one of the teams involved is, like, his hometown team, his childhood team. That's always brings a different element but yeah i think the, the yankees i really do yeah, think but like look do we really think that matters like the hometown like at this point in his life like he's played uh, he's been a part of the yankees organization for 10 years right, right. like they were talking about he's this become on, a superstar on, 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 in the biggest city like right and like that's what he wants right like does the fact that he used to root for the giants 20 years ago matter at this point i feel like it'll be nice the first time he puts on that uniform takes that field but, like, is that what's going to drive your decision for the rest of your career? This is the only contract he's going to sign the rest of his career, right? So is that, like, oh, I used to root for him as a kid? What what makes that decision for you? Like, I get some people yeah, it's, that matters. That. But See, that's what Michael K has been saying because it's, like, yeah, if, if you want to go there, if the winning doesn't matter to you, whatever. But it's, like, this is a career as a Yankee. Like if he comes back, then he'll almost certainly be the captain. And they're like, think about, you know, your legacy, your number on the wall. Like, you know, players don't go their entire careers with one team, especially not, you know, the Yankees, like Brent Gardner did it, you know, tip of the cap to that guy. Um, But, you know, all the legacy stuff, Monument Park, right? All that kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, well, if you want to go be with the Giants, then, by all means, but like they'll be a really exciting 85 win team next year. So um, I don't know, man. It's it's just like if it like we just like we've been saying, if if it's about winning, then it doesn't make sense to choose the Giants over the over the Yankees. But 
maybe it's not just about winning. Maybe he just doesn't want to be a Yankee. Maybe he just wants to be a giant. Maybe he just wants to go be in California. Like, no maybe, one knows. That's maybe, the thing. He maybe, really, get, no maybe he wants knows. to get that generational cheating machine and, and break <clears throat> Bonds' record. LOL. Maybe, look, maybe it's the pressure. Like, right, look, maybe it's just the fact that it's a heavy toll to just, look, he hasn't wanted to, like, and, and not even the pressure. Maybe he's just, maybe he can, like, handle it, but he's like, yeah, you know what? Dealing with the New York media, like, like just uh, look, they, they Barry can kind Bond, of off. Barry Bonds was in the, with the Giants most of his career. Never won a ring. No one cared. Like, no one talks about that. You know, but if Judge stays with the Yankees his whole career and they don't win one, now, like, you know, Yankee fans will vilify him. And he probably knows that. It, it'll, be, it'll be like, like, like Chipper Jones never, like, I don't, was he around when they won in, the Braves won in 95? I think he, I think I think he, he might was. have. But like outside of that, can you imagine if he didn't get that one title? Like his entire career, like they were tops in the NL East every year. They made like a dozen LCSs, right? And for them to not win, they won one. But like that was his the one World Series. Like part of his career, to an extent, like he's still you know multiple time batting champion, three thousand hits. I, I get it, right? Like Chipper Jones's legacy is tarnished by the fact that he didn't win multiple World Series, but it would be a lot better if the Braves won multiple times, right? And he stayed there his whole career. Yeah. Donald Greco was saying that. It's like, you know, everyone outside of San Francisco fucking hates Barry Bonds, but San Francisco, they absolutely adore him. So, like, there's not nothing to that, I guess. But, um, you know, we talked about this, you know, it was, it was made a big deal because Judge got booed in the playoffs or near the end of the season, like, but if that's driving your decision making, then you're a loser. I'm sorry. Maybe that makes me sound like an old fashioned, you know, <laughs> grumpy dude. But like, if it's like, oh, the fans were mean to me. Then like, you're just a fucking loser. I'm sorry. That's yeah, just that's better. just child childish behavior. Like it is. I really don't think it's. Good you're a professional that, athlete. If you perform bad enough for long enough in San Francisco, they're gonna fucking boo there too. Like. You know, maybe the Yankee fans are unreasonable, but we've been force-fed. We want to win a championship every year. So, like, if you play into that by saying, oh, we want to win and I want to be the captain and all this kind of other, you know, rah-rah stuff, then guess what? When you don't do it, we're going to be mad about it. That's just the fucking way it is. Like, I don't know. It's Ask, like, you know, like the old Jeter quote, you know, he never blamed the fans for booing because, again, they expect a lot out of us, and we understand that. I, I suck, right? Yeah, like I fucking. Yeah. I would have booed me too. About, look, we we talk about Jeter, the whole legacy thing, right? Gee, you mentioned Brett Gardner uh, is the most recent guy, but like Jeter's talked about how how important it was for him to be a Yankee his entire career. Like uh, they talked about on the Hot Stuff Show tonight, even like Bernie Williams, right? Like he wanted to be a Yankee. And came to George Steinbrenner and was like, yeah, well, basically, I don't want to go to Boston, but they're giving me way more money. Like, and, and I will gladly go. Like, I, I don't – if I had a choice, if the money was equal, I'd stay with New York. No question that. But, like, if they're going to give me more money, I'm, I'm going to – it's going to force my hand. I'm going to go there. Will you match it? And George is like, yeah, you're not going to the Red Sox, right? So, like, certain yeah. players want to be here. I, I don't know. I, I'd like to believe that Judge feels that way because he said it multiple times. You know, you guys have heard me say so many times that I want to – finish my career here like he like every inter- interview he said that this season and last year right like but, but at this point do i still believe it like maybe he did feel that way a few weeks ago or months ago but like maybe through this negotiation maybe that's no longer the case and then who do we blame it's not hal steinbrenner for not forking up the money it's probably brian 
Cashman for leading the negotiations or, or just the, the, the organization as a whole, right? Like, I think one of our followers tweeted at us uh, last night and said the trio of evil trust, uh, uh, what is it, uh, Levine and who else was it? It, it wasn't Cashman and it wasn't Steinbrenner, but it was um, it was those two, obviously, Lon Trost and, and Randy Levine and someone else. <laughs> so that made me laugh. Like, the, the whole organization top to bottom is to blame. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, look, it's also possible that the Giants just impressed him and earned it. It's possible, too, as much as that would be upsetting that the Yankees, who consider themselves, you know, world-class, like, it's very impressive that they never have a losing season, but, like, there's stuff that they do poorly, and uh, it's possible that, you know, the Giants just got him in the building and really impressed him if he winds up going there. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but at the, look, at the end of the day, like you said, I just really think it's going to come down to whether because the rumored number is around like 350, 360. Who knows how true that is? But I think the Yankees do have to match whatever, unless it's like, you know, unless it's something insane. But look, like not like that's that's the market for a player of judges caliber. You know, you want to have a guy like judge on your team, a hitter like that on your team. Guess what? You're going to have to pay 30, 35 mil AAV. It's just what it is. It's what the market is. So I um, think the Yankees need to match it. Oh, I was going to say this is unrelated. Interesting possible thing on the periphery of being related to this um, that Trey Turner signed with the Phillies for a a $300 million deal, $300 million, 11 years, you know, big contract. And then it was reported that the Padres offered a bigger contract, which was what, 11 years, 340, like they offered a pretty even, significant. They didn't even, look, they didn't even. $342 million. That, they, did they announce the years, years for that? Did they? Was it the same I, I thought they years? just announced it was $340 million. Was no, they didn't. They just said it was $342 right. million. So it could have been right. like well, nine right. years. More than the it could company. have been like 10, 9, or 8 years, $340 million. So yeah, a ridiculous like, AAV, yeah. Right. Yeah. So, like, interestingly enough, you know, that we've talked about the Giants and all that kind of stuff. I just, like, if you're a judge, if winning is a factor we don't know i don't think anyone knows what the man is thinking other than his team which is fine um but like to be signing up to play in the division with the dodgers who are just like a machine and now the padres who we've made who we've watched make all sorts of bananas trades and signings and stuff the last couple years they almost traded for scherzer and that whole thing like I don't know. That would be a hell of a thing to be signing up to play against the Padres and the Dodgers 40 times a year um, because I don't know. I just didn't I didn't figure the Padres would be in on that kind of thing, but they're still clearly in. They still clearly got money to spend, and Preller's an absolute maniac. So just an interesting factor in it all you know, that I you wonder know, if Judge is thinking about that kind of stuff. You know, gee, speaking of the Phillies, Taiwan Walker goes to the Phillies for four years. That's yeah. a lot, a lot of years for a Good for the Phillies, though, for, for going for it, right? Like, they lost, yeah, what, like three or four relievers, and they lost how many starters? Uh, obviously, Gibson went to the Orioles, and then they lost uh, 
Oh, Zach Eflin, right, to the Rays. Yeah, uh, the so Rays. they've replaced one of the two, and like, like for a team that was that close to winning the World Series last year, um, to add a franchise shortstop and replenish one of your two lost starters, like they're they're taking this seriously. Um, so and someone must, pointed this nice, out. Right? Must be nice. Must be nice. Yeah, someone pointed this out on Twitter. That's like, you know, I think there's always a stigma, right, from grumpy fans to say, oh, like, you won a championship, you bought your championships. That's what people threw at the Yankees all the time, right? You bought your championships. It's like, look at the Philly score, though. You know, they were, the, Philly has, the, the city of Philadelphia, I guess, has this, like, scrappy underdog whatever about it, but it's like Bryce Harper, free agent signing, Zach um, Wheeler, free agent signing, um, Kyle Schwarber, now Trey Turner, Nick Castellanos. Nick Castellanos. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like, who cares, right? The Like, if, I don't know, it's just a funny thing that fans do, right? You're always trying to discredit or have it your own way, like, I get it. Build, but like, the goal is to build a championship team. Like, you either, yeah, you like the either Phillies, drafting or, you know, acquiring through trade or signing. Like, it's... it's yeah, like, the Phillies made probably a better postseason run than we all expected. And they just went out and signed a hell of a player, uh, which is great for their fans. And um, I don't know, like, I guess yeah. it could come back to the Yankees. Like um, if they lose judge, maybe they go out and make, try to make a trade for someone that we, that we don't expect. I don't know. Yeah. Well, yeah. We you guys want to hear the, you want to hear the Taiwan Walker. Oh contract? my God. We said four oh years, my. $71 million for oh Taiwan Walker. God. Like, I know he had his moments with the Mets last year, but that is, that's, I, granted, that's Heyman who tweeted that. So everything that Heyman tweets for, like, the next you know, three who's years. Absolutely, gonna, are you sure? Are you yeah, sure? He's going to be like, jump the gun. He's actually going to the Rockies. But that's a hair. You know who's absolutely beaming right now? Got Jamison Tyone's got to be absolutely fucking cheesing right now, wherever he's at. Well, like, he's going to get the same. And look, I, I have a, a, a coworker of mine. Who, who's a big Phillies fan? Who's been gassing up them signing JMO? Um, I'm sure he'll be happy with with Taiwan Walker. But look, he's probably going to get a comparable deal, right? Like they, these guys were both players who who didn't get the qualifying offer, which would have been what 19.6 this year, which is a lot for one year. Um, and you take the security of a little bit less than the AAV in three, four, five years, extend it out. Um, James Town, yeah, for, right. He's, he's probably looking at the exact same. The exact same contract like that. He he walks into negotiation and says, here's my numbers compared to Tywan Walker. Here's what he got. Tack on 10% and I'm yours. Like, shout out to Yankee fans who were super mad that the Yankees didn't offer Jameson Tyone the qualifying offer. Like, if he gets a three-year offer, then whatever. But, like, he might have fucking taken it, especially if a comparable pitcher just got 20-something million dollars a year or 15, I guess, between 15 and 20, like... Um. Yeah, that. Yeah. Force. They can have him. That. That's. They that's can cool. have him. Um. But yeah. Uh. Guys, any final thoughts before we wrap up the show tonight? Now we'll most likely be recording tomorrow night once the judge new drops, which we all assume will be tomorrow. Who knows though? Um. But yeah, guys. Did Aaron any... Judge ever show up in San Diego? I don't think so. I haven't seen anything about it. We were. I know there was flight tracking going on on Twitter today. Like, yeah, I don't think there's um, any word that he was on that plane. Was it deep? Oh flight? yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. This is the. The charter. sports fans are fucking insane, dude. Like, 
The shit that was happening on Twitter today where it's like someone posted, you know, people have been doing this with Elon Musk and and other celebrities. You know, they post flight tracker. There's flight tracking accounts. They say, oh, a a private charter just left out a so-and-so going. And so, you know, Judge was at the game, the, the Buccaneers game in Tampa Bay. Someone posted, like, first thing this morning, like, um, oh, such and such private plane left out of Tampa Bay heading for San Diego today. Like, but that was, I don't know, it's only notable because Cashman gave an interview yesterday and the report was like, oh, they said Judge is showing up in San Diego today. And Cashman, they asked Cashman him about it. And he, said, <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, like, we really don't know. So, like, maybe he did show up. The man might just move in secret. Like, maybe he's doing in the year of you know, 2022 in the age of social media, maybe he's doing the impossible and just moving in secret and not. Right. Well, well, well that, that's the thing. It's, it's either one of two ways, right? It's either someone knew he was coming and the Yankees didn't know, which means uh, he didn't tell them. And that's not good for negotiation. It's pretty clear what that means. So like, or he genuinely didn't tell anyone or wasn't even planning to go at all. And Cashman saying like, Oh, I wasn't prepared for that. Because maybe no one was. Maybe he actually isn't in San Diego right now, right? And there was nothing for Cashman to worry about to begin with. So uh, does he live in Tampa, or he has a house or something in Tampa? Judge, like, yeah, yeah. Like it's worth noting, not for nothing. Like he spends a lot of time in Tampa Bay. He's not always going to be at the Yankees complex, but it is worth noting he was at the Buccaneers game, and Raymond James Stadium is legitimately right across the street right. from the right Yankees across. complex. Do we think he was in the building talking to Hal last night before the game? I mean, it's probably not. We can hope, I guess, right? Like, um, guys, you know, we didn't actually talk about the the whole John Heyman. We actually, we we really do need to talk about that because it's unbelievable. Like, ah, uh, yes, that that's a good place to finish the show. I went. We can, but I did. <laughs> go go on, Andrew. No, I was just. Gee, you were saying like how how crazy sports Twitter is. Like, look, I, I, I'm just going to say, and, and this probably doesn't even need to be said, but I got to get off my chest. Like, I really hope that all those people who like buy money to go to the winter meetings for like Twitter clout and like try and record a video and pretend to have a conversation with someone like that. They all end up becoming sports reporters. Like, I hope all the effort that they're putting in actually pays off for them. Otherwise, it's just a bunch of people in their early 20s trying to get attention on Twitter. And like, they'll go to that length that they'll fly to San Diego and try and talk to someone to get like 100 likes on their tweet. Yikes. Anyway, um, like I said, probably didn't use that. I mean, no, <laughs> might as well let it rip. This is kind of if <laughs> if if he signs with the Giants, then this is basically just going to be a coping oh, yeah. episode anyway. So, yep. um, sports fans are insane. The last part, and then we can talk about John Heyman. Sports yeah, fans so are John, insane. So, not someone, only not only did John Heyman today, how they were like, oh, um, we talk about flights, we talk about this or that, how. Someone was just like staking out and they're like, oh, Jack Curry's been on the phone for a while, man. I don't know. I'm like, you just go and sit in the lobby of a hotel room all day watching what people do. Like it's sports fans are fucking insane. Kind of weird. Yeah. Like even if like you think you're going to break some like you just saying, oh, Jeff Passan was on the phone. So he's not like it's it's weird. (laughs) Yeah. So sports fans being insane. uh, Kind of kind of shocking. I had no idea about that. Uh, But look, John Heyman. Not only did he jump the gun with with the judge news, not only did he do that, but when he originally tweeted that Aaron Judge was headed to the Giants, he did not tweet Aaron Judge. He tweeted Arson Judge. A R S O N Judge. Now that like you know, if you have basic knowledge, you obviously know what arson is, and 
yeah, a lot of memes sprung from that. Uh, you know, Aaron Judge standing in front of burning houses. Aaron Judge, you know, with a stick of matches. It was Brian Hoke where oh, there's smoke. There's yeah, Brian, Brian Hoke where there's smoke. <laughs> great, there's arson. Great I mean, tweet. Judge, good so, old, yeah, good old I mean, John Heyman. John Heyman. Someone, oh, John Boy posted a picture of him like. What, I mean, you know, I don't know what the hell goes on at the winter meetings in depth, but I'm sure it's a lot of people just, you know, mingling, having conversations. Like, they posted a, a video of him for, like, 30 seconds just, like, standing on his own in the middle of the hotel lobby, kind of just, like, wandering around and looking at his phone. I'm like, dude, if this isn't the saddest video, um, it's just – and, it, you know, they were – he's a notable reporter. He's pretty plugged in. Like, that's all well and good and wonderful. Like – they were talking about it on the K show about, you know, the scoop. Like, he obviously got some word from somewhere and tried to scoop it. And, like, in his, like, frenzy to get the first tweet out there, um, he obviously misspelled the name in a really hilarious way. Um, <laughs> but, like, he didn't even say, like, oh, Aaron Judge is going to the Giants. He just said, like, oh, signs, signs are pointing to Aaron Judge, like, heading to the Giants. Or, like, it appears to be trending in that direction. Which, like... Would have been notable on its own, but you know, the it, it gets worse because he corrected that tweet with the correct spelling, saying Aaron Judge, you know, appears like he's heading to the Giants. And then less than five minutes after that, his third tweet of the fucking of the series posted a straight up retraction and said, like, I called, you know, I spoke to the Giants and they said that that's all, like, you know, they haven't heard anything. They have not heard on Aaron Judge. My apologies for jumping the gun. Yeah, so, like... Yeah, so, like, he could have just put that in a single tweet, and even if he just, like, kept arson Judge, that one would would have been funny. Honestly, it would have been better off if he just put it all together. It was like, Aaron Judge appears headed to uh, the Bay Area or San Francisco, whatever he said, like, I based on on things I'm hearing, but I have to still contact the team to confirm nothing's finalized or something like that. Because then it's just like, you just sit on that tweet for like three hours and make put it, we'd still be in a frenzy, right? Because we're like, oh, cool, he's going to San Francisco. Um, but like, where the hell's the, the official word, right? Like, we'd lose yeah, that's As opposed the thing to now, we're saying... like, now we don't know what to think. Like, the fact that you retract, it's like, are the Yankees back in it? Or is it still kind of like at the one-yard line? And we're just. And they were saying it on the K show, where it's like more of an indictment of scoop culture than it is about John Heyman. But right, John right, Heyman like was... Heyman generally is very thorough. Like the typos aside, his cringy. Yeah, like we laugh at John Heyman's aside. typos. Like, like, um, right. It's they're the fact like that that so many people have to be first, and and, and no one ever wants to be right. They yeah, have to it's be like, first. hey, John Heyman was there at the winter meetings. He clearly heard something from somewhere that led him. And it was, again, it wasn't like a strongly worded, like, he's going to the Giants. It's just like signs are pointing in that direction, like the fucking answer from a Magic 8-Ball, right? Like, um, just a vague tweet. Um, but he could have just, Donald Greck, I think, was saying this. He goes, he could have just called the Giants a five-minute phone call or walked up to someone at the winter meetings. Hey, is there anything to this? And they would have said exactly what he tweeted five minutes you later. You don't think he is, has Farhan's no. cell phone? He could have just texted him. He's like, are you guys confirmed? <laughs> yeah. And then they would have said exactly what they said, which is we have no contract. We have no pen on paper. We have none of that. Like, I don't know. It's just like, we, you know, it comes up. There's all, Twitter is just a, the strangest place, man, that it's become so ingrained in our society. But we talk about these things like, 
see these videos of these wacky events around the world and some days you're the Twitter main character and today John Heyman was the Twitter main character where Arson Judge, there was a baseball reference page made for Arson Judge. Um, the memes are going to be flowing for a while. If he signs with the Giants, then there's going to be all sorts of Yankee Stadium is burning Arson Judge fucking photos and all that kind of stuff. But just John Heyman, man, like we already make fun of him for his typos and today was just God, it was just one for the fucking ages, dude. It was just it was just unbelievable. Yeah, that really, really was. I mean, it, he's not going to be able to live that down for a while. And that's right. In passing, we trust. <laughs> yeah, until it's from passing, it's it's not official. So, and yeah, think- just as a for the record, passing did us, you know, a little quick hitter that said. Um, you know, what was the the wording? No decision has been made. Michael K got a text just after all that Heyman shenanigans hit the internet from what he quoted as a well-placed source that said, you know, they haven't been told they're out of it. The Yankees are still in it, that kind of thing. So, like, who the fuck knows, right? Where there's smoke, there's arson. But, um, you know, the Yankees might still be in this thing. And like y'all were saying before, maybe it's a Dodgers-Padre situation where – the Yankees got a, a wake-up call that they might not have expected to get. And, and look, I'm going to say, be, before we close out here, um, if the the Padres, who already have a shortstop, I get the 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 health issues and then the PED issues with Fernando Tatis, but if they already have a shortstop and they had $342 million just to piss away on another one, uh, what else can they do? Like, are they a player for Aaron Judge? Can they just repurpose that exact contract and give it to Judge? Um, obviously, AAV won't work. They're not going to give 11 years, but um, that's frightening. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, see Judge come Aaron. Why would you want to go to the the NL West where there's two teams spending like fucking maniacs? Like, why would you want to sign up for that, Aaron Judge? Come on now. I'm not at all bitter and sad and salty in advance. Why would you want to go sign up for that? Like, you know, the Do- the Dodgers payroll on every year is like $285 million. Like, the Padres are getting there. Like, why? I don't know. What? I don't know. It's, you know, just just end the show. This is So, I, I do want to ask you guys. Um, it's going to be a fun little thing um, to close out on. Um, who do we think breaks? Like, who's the first? We, we were making fun of, like, being first, right? Sweeps culture. But who do we think it's going to be? Honestly, probably Passant or Curry. I was going to say Jack Curry, even if the Yankees don't get him. I think he's well enough connected within the Yankees organization that they'll know before Judge goes to San Francisco that he's not coming to the Yankees. Like, they'll get that that courtesy text first. Like, hey, it's not you guys. And then, hey, then whoever passes, whoever source is, is, we'll say Aaron Judge, Giants, 10 years, 260 million or whatever, 360, whatever whatever the the contract is, right? I think Passan probably breaks maybe that. It's official with the Giants. Maybe Curry gets the first scoop that it's potentially not the Yankees. And if it is the Yankees, he's been the first to break a lot of those anyway. Yeah, I trust Passon. You're saying is you hate Jack Curry. No, I mean, Breaking I, I actually, no, I should have fully agreed. I think that's that's fair. Jack Curry is as reliable a source for Yankees news as, as there is. So He's either Curry, so well Curry or Passon, um, Curry or Passon are my, are my guys that I want 
would be looking for the tweet from. Anyone else is just, you know, after the same nonsense today, uh, it's courier passing for me. Yep. Yep, indeed. So, yeah, that's just about it, guys. Uh, like I said, we'll probably be recording once again tomorrow night, most likely, or just whenever this official report comes out. And who knows whether it's going to be a, a little bit of a eulogy or it's going to be a bit of a you know happy celebration. We'll see. But for Luigi, for Andrew, for G. This was the Bronx Bomber Babble Podcast, and we're on Judge Watch.